Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Welcome to the Wild Ones podcast, episode 29. This is a show where we chat about bike stuff. 29? I can't believe we've, made, we've done 29 podcasts this episodes. year. That is amazing, isn't it? I'm Jimmy. This week, I'm joined by Francis and producer Emily for a very special Christmas special episode special. So special. You're wearing the same clothes as last week, though. Uh, so are you. Oh, yeah. That is because, as we know, but perhaps these other people don't know, we are pre-recording this episode a week ahead so that we can actually have a bit of time off over Christmas. However, if in that time the entire cycling world has imploded, we're just going to pretend for this podcast that it hasn't. And on that note, on with the show. For our first section this week, rather than covering the news, we're going to be looking back over some of the biggest cycling news events of the year, and we're going to be doing it as a quiz. Emily is the quiz master. Thank goodness. Me and Jimmy will play against each other. Whoever wins the episode gets a special prize. Some lemoncello. The lemoncello that has been sitting in mine and Emily's house for some time now. I think it's probably pronounced limoncello, Limon. isn't it? Limon. Limon. Limoncello. Over to Emily. Okay. Ten questions. You need to write down your answers. And at the end of um, the quiz, we will reveal those answers. And that will allow people to play along at home too. Everyone get your paper and pens at the ready. Or if you are tech geniuses like Francis and I, you can do it on the notes on your phone. Geniosity. Geniosity. That's what that is, yeah. Question one. Which pro rider sparked backlash in February after a video of his daring descent of a California climb went viral on YouTube? I know this one. Write down your answers, please. Do I need both? I can't remember his first name. Uh, what? I'm looking for a first name and a surname no, of, a, of a rider. Question number two. Campagnolo. Is that correct pronunciation? Pretty close. Campagnolo. Better than we do. Released an eye-wateringly expensive group set onto the market in May this year, the super record wireless 12 speed. But how much did it retail for? RRP. I'm looking for the retail RRP. I have it here in pounds, dollars, and euros. Any of those answers will do, but you have to specify which one you're giving. I remember this one. I remember oh. it. I remember it very well. What I might do is give oh. you like a closest wins. 
because it's obviously a specific Well, I've price. got it exact. So. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Jimmy wins this round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. Number three, the UCI was forced to call off the women's Tour Pyrenees race in June after t- just two stages over riders' safety concerns and protests from the teams. But can you remember what made the race so dangerous? Uh, this is I'm something we this. covered. We talk, we covered this in we a podcast. Yeah. As if I can't remember that. A lot of these we did cover because it was easier for me to think of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to get the best pub quiz result of my life here. <laughs> this is the worst pub I've ever been to. I haven't even got a beer. <laughs> well, you'll get a limoncello at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. Or enough. not. Or not. Will you share? Well, the loser gets it, don't they? Because <laughs> it's rank. Yes. <laughs> Like when they, when you're in an Italian restaurant and they bring over at the end of the meal, they're like, ooh, please no. <laughs> you have to throw it in the, feed the plant next to you. It's over the shoulder. Yeah. Question number four. <laughs> Shimano issued one of the biggest recalls in recent cycling history this year, which affected 2.8 million 11-speed Holotech crank sets. But what was the first cycling product Shimano ever produced? And a bonus point if you can tell me the year they first produced one. You're going to hate me, but I was literally looking at this about two weeks ago. (laughs) Fuck. Really? (laughs) Uh, uh. Number five. The cycling industry was in turmoil this year with lots of businesses announcing closure. One of the victims was the popular online cycling store Wiggle, which entered in administration last month. Before going bust, they had a controversial website and logo rebrand. But can you remember what colours featured in their original logo? There's three. You have to name at least two to get a point. Three? Yes. Well, there's uh, logo variations, mm. but I've seen three. So you have at least two to get a point. Number six, the UCI just announced that they're going to ban turned-in brake levers from races in 2024. Can you name three other things they have banned? That is a great question. Mm. I don't have an extensive list here, but if you name them, we will Google them and see. He's going to do me on this one. I think think you've done me. I can't think of a third one. (laughs) Five more seconds. Four, three, two, one. Okay. Number seven. Remco Ivanapol ended up with a bloody head after failing to slow down and cycling straight into a woman at the finishing line of which race this year? Oh, I have no idea. Jimmy's stumped. Francis is typing away. Question number eight. Geraint Thomas shocked the cycling world when he swapped his famous Oakley sunglasses for sun gods. But do you remember the model name of his Oakleys and do you remember the name of the Sun God models? Point for each. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, he, he's going to know the Oakleys for definite. Uh, wait, bonus point for Sun Gods? Uh, you get a point for each. A point for the Oak, if you know the Oakleys, a point if you know the Sun Gods. What yeah. is the model name of the famous sunglasses that he wears? Making a comeback here, guys. Making a comeback. Number nine, Tour de France winner Jonas Vingegaard sparked doping allegations in July after after his sensational stage 16 TT performance. French newspaper L'Equipe made a not-so-subtle jab by running a story about Jonas 
using the same headline as they used when talking about infamous doper Lance Armstrong. Can you remember that headline? And again, it is something that we covered at the time. Mm. I don't I don't remember <laughs> what it was. So they ran a story about Lance and they had a headline and they used the same headline for Jonas. People thought it was not a coincidence. I'm ready. Yep. And number 10. This is the final question. Final question. Number 10. Tire brand Vittoria this month released a limited edition tire with golden, in quotes, sidewalls. They were actually basically like a yellow and tan sidewall um how much are they selling a pair for a pair or for so one tire or two tires a pair of tires two tires how much are they selling their golden sidewalled limited edition tire for my confidence has dwindled oh no my oh, early no. confidence has disappeared Right. Answers. Question one. Which pro rider sparked backlash in February after a video of his daring descent of California climb went viral on YouTube? Tom Pidcock. Tom Pidcock. Easy. Yes. Tom Pidcock. Well I rode done. that descent with Saffa Bryan. Very good. Well, everyone was very... Can I, are we allowed to talk about yes, things while we're going through? Yes, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> so the, uh, that descent was... Mainly people were upset because he was descending on all over the road. It's a one-way road and a lot of people don't realise that. Yes. However, people still ride up it or walk up it the wrong way. So you've got to be careful. But in that situation, Safa always makes sure, especially when riding with pro riders, they send a car down to spot first and they block anyone coming up who might be breaking the law, trying to go up the wrong way. So it was actually far safer than it looked. Yeah, apart from the inherent danger of riding 55 kph. Yeah, down and he hill, hits a tiny road. rock on the, on the road, doesn't he? And his back tire skips it's, up. It's more than 55, isn't it? It's probably more like 70, isn't it? What's the Mile descending speed? Uh, it's not a super fast descent. Right, okay. KPH, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not very, it's not super steep. Right. Just yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks amazing. They, he films it very well. Yeah, Tom was basically forced to say words to that effect on um, Instagram, assure people that it was one way and that car went down first. Mm -hmm. Are you tossing up the scores here? Yes, I am actually going to put a thing at the beginning. Excellent. Yep. Number two, Campagnolo's eye-wateringly expensive group set. Super record wireless. Uh, £4,000. Oh, it's close. If I'm not mistaken, it's £4,499.99. Correct, exactly, yes! Jimmy. Yes! That was my guess was SRAM Red is about £3,000 with the ceramics, and it was much more than SRAM Red. Hmm. That was my... Can, can we just put into context? 4,500 quid for a group size. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, outrageous. In in dollars, that's $5,399. And in euros, that's 5,200 oh, euros. Lots of money. I still want it. <laughs> uh, number three, UCI was forced to call off the women's tour Pyrenees, but can you remember why it was so dangerous? I think it was because it was not on closed roads. You're right. I, you remember it now, don't you? Yeah, I remember it now. <laughs> what did you write, Francis? No. Snow. <laughs> I don't know. I was like Pyrenees. What's in the Pyrenees? <laughs> there is snow. <laughs> yeah. So specifically, there was no rolling road closures. There was lots of parked cars on the route, and there was oncoming traffic yeah, yeah, on yeah. the route. Number four, Shimano. What was Shimano's first cycling product? Francis. Chain. Chain. Jimmy. It's a freewheel. It was a freewheel. I know, I know roughly when they started as well. Go on. I don't think this is the right... Well, it might be. 1912. Incorrect. <sighs> Do you want to guess? Oh, I put 1980s. 
1921. By Mr. Shimano. Yep. I'm not going to attempt his first name. Number five, um, Wiggles original logo. Can you name two out of the three colours? Orange, grey, black. Orange, grey, white. Is Oh. Yeah. So orange and grey, you got it. Dark grey. Go, uh, go on, Jimmy. Orange and black. Was it not a black wiggle on an orange thing? It is very specifically grey. If you look, if you want no, to. I, I trust you. Okay, I fine. trust you. The, quid, the quiz master. It you don't, is, have, to, it you is don't gray. have to prove it. This is going to be a fun one to score. Yes. Uh, the UCI has just announced that they're going to ban turned in brake lev- levers. Can you name three other things they have banned? Francis. Socks that are too long. Yeah. So based on your calf muscle, it's some stupid measurement. Saddle too far forward. So it can't be more than five centimeters in front of the bottom bracket or behind the bottom bracket. Behind, I think. Overshoes when it's not cold. And that is one. Has to be bad weather to wear full overshoes. You can Google that if you want. No overshoes on must start road events unless they feel the weather is bad enough to need yeah, them. There you go. Correct. Yes. So Francis, you are correct. That is three. Well done. I'm going to give you one point for getting all three. You have to get all three. Okay. Go on. You ready for mine? Yep. Uh, the Aero Tuck. Well, that's not what it's called, so immediately wrong. I am going... It's called... No, that's well. wrong. Aero Tuck is allowed. Super Tuck is not. It's a very different thing. I would say give it to our adjudicator, but I guess I am the adjudicator. Yep. Give me your other two, Jimmy. TT bars. What? In, in a road race. In road races. <laughs> and? Okay. Okay. And disc brakes, but they are now legal, but it is something they've banned. Jimmy's not getting the score for that. That is, that is terrible. On all three. All three are awful. That's ridiculous. D- I guess disc bikes were technically banned at one point, were yeah, they? Yeah, you said. Ha- things that the UCI have yeah. banned, they banned disc brakes. Okay. They have banned TT bars. They banned TT the super tuck. And they have banned, you just said TT bars. Hmm. You can't have TT bars in a road race. Yeah, but you didn't say in a road race. You just said TT bars. Well, yeah, the TT bars are banned by the UCI. I was actually referring to clip, oh. on, clip on TT bars. Should we give him half a point? You're, you're no points. I'm going to give you master. half a point. I'm going to give you half a point because Francis says no, you say one, I say half. Next question. Um, which race did Remco cycle into a woman? Welter. I yep. went. I didn't. I don't know. I went with zero. It was the Vuelta. It was a race where everything went wrong, didn't it? And they finished in the dark on the first day. Oh yes, we talked about that as and well. Just things we? just kept happening. Mm. Yes. Mainly cycling. Geraint Thomas's famous Oakleys and now Sun Gods. Can you tell me the name of the Oakleys? They were originally Jawbreakers, and they had to rename them to Racing Jackets, and then he changed to Sun God GTs. Correct. I have racing jackets and GTs. Jimmy? I went with flapjack and G-jack. <laughs> <laughs> the Oakley flapjacks. Yep. And the Sun God G- G-jacks? G-jacks, yep. Okay. Well, I'm close. That's got to be half a mark. It's, it's incorrect, but Francis is correct. Um, the scores at this point are Francis five, Jimmy four and a half. What? By the way. That's outrageous. With two questions so There's, there's a fix going on here because I was winning this. Question number nine. Do you remember the headline that French newspaper L'Equipe used, which was a subtle jab at Jonas Fingergaard? I've put, it isn't this, but it's this kind of idea. I've put the word unbelievable. I don't know. I, I put not normal, <laughs> but that's a thing that, isn't that a thing that Lance Armstrong used to say about people? I can't remember. The correct answer was 
in the translation was out of this world, but yes. basically it ah. was. It was meant to be unbelievable, not of this world, like not not normal. possible. Do I get? I must get a half point for. No, that. you don't. It's out of this it, world. Because if the, I get a half point, then that puts us on equal. equal. We both got them wrong. That puts the last one down to the, as the decider. My um, legal caveat here is both Jonas and his team denied all the allegations. Well, actually, I guess the last one's still a decider, isn't it? You have to get this right. To He has to get it wrong as well. And you have to get it wrong. I can't remember what the question was. Tire brand Vittoria this month released a limited yeah. edition golden tire. How much are they selling a pair for RRP? This has got to be the closest to it. Gets a point then. Yes. What, one point up. One point up for grabs, closest person yep. wins, and then that is the decider on who wins this. Go on. Who wins the quiz. Okay. You can give it to me in euros, pounds, or dollars, but you have to state which one you're giving it to me in. Pounds. Okay. 300 pounds. 250 pounds. The correct answer Ooh. is... 258 pounds. Francis wins. Unbelievable. That's 299 euros or 326 dollars. So the Corsa Pro Gold are based on their Corsa Pros. They released them earlier this year and they're selling 2023 of them. It's a marketing gimmick, but they're selling a set of tires for 258 pounds. Guess what? It worked because we're chatting about it on the podcast, the 42nd biggest sports podcast in the universe. Exactly. And, um, on that note, Francis, you are the winner of a delightful bottle of limoncello. This is a fix. But you have to down it all right now. You're conspir conspiracizing against me. You have me. to do it in your seat, though, so we can see. Because I can't see you. This is a conspiracy. You can just sip that throughout the show now. It's been opened. I opened it to smell it. Have a go. It smells half nice of lemon and half of alcohol. Have a go. Merry Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> what a great Christmas. Lovely. That's the end of the quiz. Thanks thank you, guys. Along. That was a great quiz. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I still think it was a fix. Um, thank you for putting it together, Emily. It's only 20% proof. That tastes like it's way worse. Does it? Yeah. So it's, I would say it's not worth it. Overrated. Right. Before we get on to this week's big question, I want to share some personal news. So my dad... We found out he's got cancer about two months ago, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, stage four pancreatic cancer, to be exact, which is incurable, sadly. Uh, so he's having treatment. It explains why I've been disappearing <laughs> sometimes, not being in as many videos, or certainly not being in as many podcasts because I've been spending a lot of time with my family at home. It also explains why I'm probably not going to be here at certain points through the year, because uh, for the viewers and listeners at home, we're in Newcastle. My parents live down south in London. So I'm going down there a lot uh, just to spend time with them. We're basically, the mission is to spend as much time as possible and, you know, make the most of the time we have left. And yeah, it's going to affect work a little bit, but who cares about work, really? Maybe the audience does. <laughs> As I like to keep reminding you, there's more important things than making videos. Exactly. And it's Jimmy and I's job to support you as much as we possibly can. We started it already, but uh, you, you are basically going to be taking January off from the podcast, uh, maybe doing a little bit elsewhere, but nothing compared to what we have been. January is a little bit of downtime for us, and Nick will be hosting the podcast as well. So... Um, 
it's a really, really shit thing to go through. We've obviously been supporting you for a while with it. But I think the best thing is that we are here and it means that we're able to keep the channel going and you're able to go off and have some time off, which you deserve anyway, regardless of what's going on. Like that's the hard thing about it being a one man band, isn't it? And now you don't have to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Um, uh, there's going to be some work done over January. We're actually, so we've just booked flights. Um, this is an example of making the most of the time that my dad still has. We're all going to Los Angeles for another top secret mission, which will be revealed at some point. <laughs> but I'm going to have a bike over there. There'll be some videos being produced because it's an amazing place to ride. Um, but we're just going to have, you know, a really nice time as a family and yeah, it'll be good. Yep. We come back very energized. Uh, he's dealing with the treatment really well. Like the scans we get, he basically has, he's on chemotherapy every two weeks and he has scans every few months. And the first scan that he's had, and there's a break in the chemo, which is allowing him to do this trip. So he should be full of energy. The scan came back really good. Um, so everything is working as it should be. We had a bit of a scare recently where pancreatic cancer means you stop making insulin. So he is now also diabetic. He's just collecting all the, all the different illnesses in the world, which is good. Hopefully it stops now. Like um, Mr. Burns. There was an episode on of The Simpsons with Mr. Burns where like he had so many illnesses that they were all just kind of keeping them in, themselves in check. Oh, they balance each other out. Yeah. Equilibrium. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what this is. Uh, but since getting, like he's been given insulin pens and all of these things to manage uh, blood sugar. Now he's, he's like better than he was a few weeks ago. It's like, oh, maybe he's, you know, been affected by high blood sugar for quite a while because obviously it messes you up you yeah, like yeah. It, it makes you slow your words and stuff when it's really high uh so that could have been going on for uh, quite a while so he's kind of alive and kicking now he's in good spirits at the moment isn't he yeah yeah he was getting annoyed because he, he at one point he was like i have to walk upstairs one step at a time <laughs> and then he messaged me the other day like i'm doing two steps at a time again <laughs> the insulin is working <laughs> this is amazing uh, so there is some, the reason we're bringing this up is not only to give you guys at home a heads up as to the structure of things and Cade Media and the podcast, but also a shameless plug of this is what Emily's got in her hand right here, which is for the listeners, my dad, a few years ago, he designed these Santa badges and mugs and cushions and other things, uh, which he just wanted to sell as Christmas products which funnily enough, that is what my dad looks like as well. He has white hair, white beard, and a smiley face 99% of the time. <laughs> and he has had the fantastic idea of selling these mugs for charity. So all of the profits are gonna go to the Royal Marsden who Emily swatted up on a minute ago. They're a cancer charity. Do they do cancer research or is it just like support with for people with cancer. Is your dad doing stuff with them? Yes, he's been helped by them. It's like something to do with the treatment he's getting is yep. Royal Marsden support. So the Royal Marsden uh, NHS Foundation Trust, I think they are a hospital and they they have a charity which raises money specifically for that center and yep. the work that they do. So the treatment he's had from all the doctors and stuff has just been amazing. So I, I, he wanted to give back in a way that he could. And he has been... Graphic designer for many years. Uh, he worked in advertising and then 
lectured in graphic design for a long time and he still obviously does it uh, despite being retired now. And he's done these mugs and we thought it would be a good idea to, we've helped him a little bit. So we've put these on like a drop shipping service. So they're actually going to be made to order. There'll be a link which we're going to share everywhere, including underneath this podcast, but we'll put it on socials all over the place. And uh, they basically just get made and posted out by the company, uh, the dropshipping company. So he doesn't have to do all the packaging and stuff because obviously it's a very big job. Uh, and 100% of the profits, and I think it's like about five pounds per mug, will go completely to charity. You get a mug and it's got a smiley face. Everyone wins. Are you can do the badges. Badges he makes himself. Yeah. So I haven't figured that out yet. Right. Uh, perhaps with a few of the mugs, there might be a secret badge as well. Ooh. Who knows? We'll have to figure out a way to do it. We have some other promotional opportunities. Uh, wait, what's the right word for this, Jimmy? Tattoos. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't know about this. Have you not told him? No. How have you not told him? Well, he him? listens to the podcast. I'm going to get home. I'm, I'm going back on the train yeah. on the day the podcast is released. So I don't know if he's going to see me or the Listen to the podcast first. No, this this is a later podcast. Oh, yeah, he will then. Yeah, this one's post-Christmas. Okay, so me and Jimmy have got matching uh, Andy Cade face tattoos, yep. which is this badge, badge exactly yeah. that as a tattoo. I, I really like the badge. I've, I've actually secretly been wearing it in quite a few of the videos over the last like week or so. Everyone loves it. Everyone who sees this, makes it makes them happy. Hmm. So and I, Yeah, I just thought it'd be a good idea for us to get it tattooed. So it'll make him very happy and um, potentially lots of other people who unfortunately have to deal with cancer whether it's having it or having a family member getting it as well one in two people apparently have some sort of cancer mm -hmm. before they die so it's a lot of people it's crazy well we hope you're all right francis you're quite a stoic person and i hope you're all right i hope your family's all right and please continue to support the channel because you're supporting francis yeah we are uh <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> we're we are all glass half full or mug half full kind of people so let's go to la now on to our big question what cycling new year's resolutions are you making this year um do we want to go one at a time or should we bounce back because i've got a couple i'm making let's let's bounce back and forth so i'll start um i think i mentioned it in the last podcast i'm going to film my rides for the purpose of reporting close passes i'm going to get into the <laughs> habit of doing it because i think it's you know, c culture can't change without there being some impetus. You know, pe people are just need some some direction. So the more people I can report for absolutely terrible driving has a higher chance of, in of making riding bikes on the road nicer, more pleasant, more safer. Uh, and it can just hopefully become normal. Uh, so, yeah, that's my first one. I'm going to report dodgy drivers more often. Very good of you. My first one is... I have been, the video is not out yet, so this is spoilers. I've been following exactly what my smartwatch, my Garmin watch has tell, told me to do every day. It gives you like a suggested workout. So I've done that for, well, now 45 days in a row. Uh, and I, my New Year's resolution is that I'm going to continue to do that uh, when it allows. So whenever I'm riding on my own, maybe not, you know, impossible to do it in group rides. And there might be a few of those when I'm, in America, um, I'm going to follow the workouts whenever I want to do one and make sure I exercise almost every day. I'm going to carry that on because I actually quite like the structure. It's just a bit of accountability. It's like easy. Takes you, it removes the, the 
choice process in the same way having a coach would. Um, you just follow what it does, follow what it says. So that's my one. Cool. I am going to watch more pro cycling. We've talked about it a lot in the last 29 podcasts <laughs> and talking about it, I feel like I now have enough awareness of it. Like I know all of the riders now again. So you kind of like, you have something to follow. When you know nothing, it's so hard to get into something. And and the riders have changed so much from when I did used to watch pro cycling that it was just like, it was a world apart. Whereas, you know, we've talked about it a lot this year. I know who the people are again. Um, so I'm gonna make more of an effort to follow it. And I think just look, just following the races, knowing who they are is just gonna make it more enjoyable and mm. see what happens. Like I even know the teams now, which I didn't 29 podcasts ago. Are you doing one, Emily? No. I don't have any. Oh, okay. Emily doesn't have any, so I'll go back to me. Uh, <laughs> go on more cycling trips. Uh, rejoice <laughs> for me and the audience. So there's been, uh, well, before Cade Media, the YouTube channel you're watching this podcast on, if you're watching it, was just Francis Cade YouTube channel when it was just me. And the bread and butter of my videos was riding a bike and filming it. And the best standout moments throughout the years were the big trips. So I cycled across America with my best mate, Justin. I cycled the length of Vietnam across Australia, uh, across Death Valley in the middle of summer. And they were amazing. However, to shift the type of content that we were making and to grow the business... And to create this, we wanted to start a podcast. We wanted to do other things. Um, we had to, the trips had to take a back seat. We had to be here doing work in an office <laughs> lots of the time. And it's taken a year of loads of hard work, but we have achieved that goal, uh, which means now we can return to sending me away to do things, which is what's going to happen. So I'm not going to reveal where or when but throughout this year there is going to be some cycling trips and i'm really happy about them so far they're taking shape and i'm very excited yeah i, th I think I, I think even the approach to those trips is going to be different to how you've done it historically because your film making process now is not the same as it was 12 months ago um but i guess what i will caveat it all with is the what has happened this year plan, our plan is for that to continue but then the trips will come back and then we've also got a couple of other new completely new styles of content and video that we're going to be introducing next year as well which we are massively excited about and we've already put a lot of work into and they're not even going to start for another couple of months so hopefully by the time they come around as well it's going to we're going to be buzzing for them but yeah i think ne next year's i'm very excited for next it's year. gonna be big yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah. Big. i've got two more i want to add first one which i'm not even going to go into detail on cross training i want to do more cross training i don't just want to ride a bike i want to run i want to do weights i want to i want to even i used to hate swimming i even have a craving to start doing some swimming every now and again i want to be more active and more healthy across multiple things rather than stick myself in one little hole and my final one um is be more Pete. So those of you that have listened to previous episodes will know that I did a podcast with Pete Hawkins, who's a cycling coach and an ex-pro racer. And I just love 
the way he approaches life. He's such a nomad. He isn't afraid of anything. He's willing to give anything a go, but he's also not afraid to be like, actually, I don't like that, or I don't want to do that, or I've done that now and move on to something else. I, I want to be more Pete. And we actually saw him today, and he's literally about to go and travel around South America for three months. Yeah, and he doesn't actually know where he's going yet. Exactly. That's great. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I like it. He's a real wild boy. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Secret Santa time. You may remember a couple of episodes back, we each drew a name from the basket and our task was to buy the person a Christmas gift that features a sound because this is a podcast mainly audio. <laughs> the, pro- <laughs> the problem is there's only three of us, so it's not a secret at all. We all worked out very we- quickly. <laughs> who who. My name's first on the list, isn't yep. it? I've recorded you a song. Have you? What? Okay, I'm listening. I, it's, I have recorded a song. Um, it was fairly rushed. Every single instrument on it I played. Okay. The vocals were done in one take. And listening back to them, I wish I'd made, maybe done a couple of other takes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. This is like a gift for me as this well. This is great. This is, I'm, I'm happy. So, yeah, I guess, I guess I can play you a song. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll listen to it and then I'll put it in properly. Well, then... sh- I'll, sh- I'll play it on my computer. Yep. And I guess react to it. Yeah, I'm going to take my headphones off. Okay, yep. So, for complete clarity, the lyrics are, yeah. Emily, it's your birthday. No, it's not. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Santa's coming. It's the worst day. Only kidding. It's always fun. My favorite bit is the presents. You better have got me what I want. To all the liz- listeners? To all the listeners of this podcast, I wish you all a wonderful time. <laughs> the drums were great. Thanks. I actually really, I thought it was a good song. I'm crying. It's so, <laughs> so emotional. I'm actually going to have to just get a tissue. <laughs> it was so heartfelt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really meaningful lyrics. It, it actually all came around because I think I was driving home and for some reason I was like, oh, there's a, there's, there's a starting lyric. Emily, it's your birthday. I was like, where do I go from that? I was like, oh, 
no, it's not your birthday, is it? It's Jesus's. That is how all good songs are made. Mm. Do you remember we were at the wind tunnel? I was like, I shaved my legs for this. And you were like, that sounds like a song. I shaved my I legs for this on a Saturday night. Yeah, we, should, we can write that song. Mm. So yeah, there's, there's your present. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> it's my go next, isn't it? Yeah, Emily, you're up. <laughs> okay, so um, my <laughs> gift receiver was Francis, as you can probably guess. Um, and, you know, what do you get the man who has everything? <laughs> so I was thinking about gifts that feature sound, and I remembered the website Cameo, uh, which is a website where you can pay celebrities to send you personalised messages. So you can search different categories of celebrities. So I searched for famous cyclists, and to be honest, there is not a lot of choice. One pro who is on there is Lachlan Morton. However, he is pretty pricey. Do you want... <laughs> Do you want to guess how much he charges for a video message? He's like 300 bobs, isn't he? Uh, I th I th do you know what? I don't know what you've got, Francis, but I feel like when we first did Secret Santa, we talked about Cameo, and I didn't know you have done this. I think Lachlan was like $375 or something like that. I mean, it was between 600 and 790 what? per Jesus. video. So you did gotta be worth his time. He's big. He's big time. He is big time. Yeah, but I remember we looked at other people, and there was like they were people not that, as expensive. There was people that were like, like legitimately famous that were like fifty bucks. Yeah, but you just choose it. You can get a message from Pumba, the voice of Pumba, for like fifty quid. Who's Pumba? You know, Timon and Pumba. Timon and Pumba off the Lion King. No, oh. yes, you do. Well, it's a good job I didn't pay for him. I've only seen one Disney film ever. Oh, and it was the Reluctant Dragon. But you haven't even heard of that. You are a filthy liar. Yeah. No, uh, honestly. You've never seen Toy Story. That's a Pixar film. They were acquired later by Disney. Disney, Disney classics. I've never Disney. seen except for one. Reluctant Dragon. Great film. It's about a dragon who's reluctant to be a dragon. Oh, well, the Reluctant Dragon has sent you a video. No, no, it isn't. It <laughs> Wait, isn't. is it Van Rysel? No. <laughs> um, okay, so don't worry because I found probably the most famous person in cycling was on there. Lance Armstrong. Shut up. I thought it'd be awesome if we could get Lance to do a shout out for the podcast, seeing as he is a fellow podcaster. And I got really excited looking at the examples that he'd done that it shows you examples of videos he's given to other people. Look at his face. He's going, oh then, my God. I'm going, oh, we're going to get in trouble in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized his cameo profile was actually set to taking a break, which means he wasn't taking active oh. um, stuff. However, you can pay a couple of pounds on the app to send him a message. So I reached out on a whim. Shut up. Told him who we were and that I was trying to give Shut you a up. special Christmas surprise. And after some back and forth, he agreed to record a special voice message. He did it. Is for this a, you. No. Would you like to hear it? This is I, got, I, is this I AI? don't know if I believe this. This is some AI recreation of what? He's on, really is it, He's on is it Cameo. Video? It's just audio. It's just an audio one. He, he, was taking, he didn't want to do a video, but he's taking it. Would you like to listen to it? Yeah. Yes, of course. Hey Francis, Lance Armstrong here, buddy. Just got off the turbo trainer, so I'm a little sweaty. Oh, all right, yeah, that's better. Well, your friend Emily tells me you're a big fan and an avid cyclist. Oh, that's great. Well, she says you're doing a great job on the podcast and you guys are killing it. I hear you're now the 42nd most popular sports cast <laughs> on Spotify UK. Cheers to that, sir. Well done. Maybe we should collab sometime. Oh, and yeah, Merry Christmas, man. Say hi to Jimmy for me, too. All right, buddy. Safe riding. 
There we go. That, was, that sounds about as much like, like Lance Armstrong as me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. My guess is that was Rob. <laughs> Who was it? Okay, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Lance Armstrong. He is on Cameo, but he was not taking requests. That was our friend Rob, who is it also- It was Rob, <laughs> I knew it. They only know one American guy. He is a Texan man, so I thought it would be close enough. And that was, uh, we didn't have to pay him 790 pounds to do that. Nice. How much did you have to, how much did you have to pay him? Nothing, Louise just got him drunk on margaritas and filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video version of that as well that I'll show you in a bit. I'd uh. put his, his voice down a couple of octaves, but it, in hindsight, it does sound a lot like Rob, doesn't it? But yeah. Wait, did I get you for a second? In the build up to it? Yeah, the build up, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I was second. unbelievably excited. Jimmy was so excited. Of, of Lance Armstrong <laughs> knowing who we, who I know, we were. I have to say, for legal <laughs> reasons, still time. Still time. Lance Armstrong does not know who we are. But that was not his voice. But we live in Hull. We did, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it, just in case that didn't work out, I did get you this other present also. Ooh, two presents. Well, the first one was a joke, wasn't it, Jimmy? That's your second present. He's just opening it now. My dad will love this as well. It's a kazoo. The reason for this is we always talk about wanting to put music on the podcast and or, or the videos and getting told off for licensing stuff. Yeah. So like when we were going to introduce Perry, we had he give us a clip that had the the pendulum sound in it, but we couldn't we couldn't do it. So you can do you can pre-record us some kazoo music and then we can put it in. Yeah. We need more of this. More kazoos. Yeah, more kazoos. More instruments. Instruments all round. Yep. Your turn. My turn. <laughs> so. Oh, this is mine. Is this my? Yeah. This is, I haven't had one. This is I? your present. Yes. Because we, as we said, we Excellent. already worked out who gets what. Where is it? It's coming. Well, it's, it's not here <laughs> I'm going to explain why, what it, why you're getting it. Okay. Yeah. Other than Christmas. It was about a year ago. Oh, Jesus. We had a call. I was cycling across America and we had a phone call where I said to you, please come and work with me. And I want to change the YouTube channel to Cade Media yep. because on my own, it's a slog. It's great fun, but it's so much work. And then on the call, you said yes. And then we did it. And now we have a big YouTube channel. It is sick. And we have 42nd biggest podcast in the world, whatever. <laughs> We're really hammering that. So to say thank you, I got you a present of something which you said to me that you've always wanted oh God. from when you were a kid. Oh. And it makes a noise. I'm, and it's been in the studio for a while. I'm nervous about this. <laughs> it's good. It's a nice present. What, what is it? What could it be? Oh. Is it a, um, a vintage Fender? <laughs> From your collection. <laughs> There's only one vintage Fender in my collection. Um, it's definitely a guitar case, as it says Gibson on it. Which... Could be anything inside. What the hell have you done, you mad... <laughs> Wasn't there a budget of £20? Uh, I don't remember that. Because I think this case would be more than £20. It's another kazoo. <laughs> He's opening it carefully like it's going to explode in his face. <gasps> wow. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Thank you very much for your help over the last year. Francis. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a Gibson SG. SGX. Not, not like a cheap cop. What have you done, you mad head? Someone makes a noise, isn't it? By the way, you told me about this. 
like a day ago. And I'm Yeah, so I didn't give you much warning, Emily. I'm sorry. Well, you've been very earnest. This is a lovely gift. It is amazing. It obviously costs a lot of money. And I realised I'd give you a message from our friend Rob. <laughs> if you'd given it to me a week ago, it could have been part of this as well. I could have made Emily's thing on it. That's sick. It would have, I should have given it to you earlier because then you would have been able to um, improve the song. Because the drums were good, but the guitar parts left a lot to be desired. That's always going to be the case, and this guitar is not going to help that get better. <laughs> what is this? Is this a joke? No. You are absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Is this the bit where I get to smash it up? You, if you want to smash it, it's, <laughs> your, it's yours. You can do what you want with it. I, I'm sorry, I, I haven't used the microphone enough in this section because. What the hell? It's legit vintage as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. This boy doesn't f about. Yay! Well, hope <laughs> everyone enjoyed their well, Christmas presents. Well, that was unexpected. I remember you. I actually remember now you saying like, "Oh, Francis told me what you got, and it's like actually a nice present." And like that is not what I was expecting. Yeah, I didn't want to spoil it, but I kind of wanted to set the tone of like, I've done something ridiculous. I feel like you were probably going to do something ridiculous. I knew both of you would do something ridiculous. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Time for another round of overrated or underrated. I'm going to read out a list of things, and you're going to tell me if they're overrated or underrated. Christmas-themed list suggested by James. Is James a viewer? Yes. Random cycling tat that you get as stocking fillers. I don't, what, I don't know what sort of stuff you get as cycling tat. I, well, when I used to work in an office with normal people that didn't know, that would be like, oh, I've got to get a gift for a cyclist. What do I do? It would just be like some generic book that's like, you know, the best 50 cycle rides in the world. And it, you never actually care about them. Um, obviously overrated because it's, if it's tat, then it's not really going to have any value, is it? It's a bit like a kazoo. Just... Just tat. It's not tat. Yeah, but it's not a SG, is it? <laughs> no, it's not an SG. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had cycling tat given to me at Christmas. <laughs> Just all the other times of the year. Mm. <laughs> my my family are good at doing meaningful presents or ludicrous ones. Just like he'll wrap up an orange. And be like, oh, it's just an orange. <laughs> <laughs> just totally casual about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. Good like that. So... Overrated. Festive 500. Overrated. I hate Festive 500 with passion. And the it. reason I hate it is because it encourages people to ride a huge amount of distance at a rubbish time of year for road safety at a time that they should be spending time with their family. And instead, they spend all of their time outside in the snow and the ice, falling off their bikes, having a rubbish time. To be fair, that's not everyone's experience. Everyone that has ever done it has had that experience. I am inclined to agree with you, but you are wrong about the end bit because I've done it twice ever. No, I've done it three times ever. And all three times I've done it in one ride. Mm -hmm. So I've managed to spend time with my family and do it. Yes, but, the, but to continue on my point, what you are doing is setting an expectation that people can do 500 miles? Kilometers. 500 kilometers in one day, which is ridiculous. Yes, there are some people that can do it, i.e. like yourself, but that isn't something people should look at and go, yeah, I'll just go, I'll, I, I've never done it before, but I might as well just bang out 500 kilometers on a Christmas 
middle of Christmas weird time. Is it before? It's after Christmas, isn't it? No, it's in between. Yeah, in between Christmas yeah. and New Year. I hate it because it encourages people to do stuff that isn't necessarily good. Home Alone. Which one? The franchise or Home Alone One? All right, so I'm, I'm just Home Alone One. Ask James. Home Alone Two. Yeah. Correctly rated. Yeah. All of the others. Overrated. I'm going to say overrated because they probably have a rating and they shouldn't exist. Okay. So they're overrated. Right. We but looked it up the other day. There's one, two, three, four, another one that's not got a number, and then a series. Yeah. I've only seen one. You've not seen two? Two's no. the best one. And you were saying this in the car to me the other day, and I will watch it. And why didn't you just go home and watch it? Why is it better? Is it because of all the traps and stuff? It's better because it's probably one of the only VHSs I had as a child, so I've watched it 5,000 times. It's probably that reason. Okay. Maybe, it's, maybe it's not actually No, better. it is better. We watched it the okay. other day and I will confirm it's better. There's actually less traps. There's still a trap section with the original guys, Joe Pesci and the other one. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone remembers it. <laughs> but there's less, it's not just him basing his house doing loads of traps. He gets lost in New York. That's actually the title of the film. Oh. He, he stays, well, I'm not going to, not Is that where he meets, no um, uh, yes. Piers Morgan? Yes. Yes, the pigeon lady. Oh, I have seen that. I've seen that. And Donald Trump. Yes. For a second, yeah. Yeah. I have an interesting fact about this. Or maybe it's not interesting. It is, I guess, to film people. So have either of you seen Goodfellas? I reckon Emily hasn't seen Goodfellas. I would hope that you have seen it. I haven't seen it. No. Oh, God, you young people. I'm telling you, do you remember, there were a series of gangster movies that I haven't watched. And we did the first one only. We watched Scarf face scarf scarf face that's only funny to me and jimmy we watched scarface in a hotel room while jimmy was throwing up we did didn't we yeah yeah now that, that's coming back now yeah. good fellas godfather 2 right so joe pesci is a significant character in home alone home alone 2 and Goodfellas. very different films home alone and Goodfellas. they were actually filmed within about three months of each other so at that period of time, Joe Pesci, this shows the caliber of actor that he is. He's doing slapstick comedy at the same time as doing this like unbelievably double hard, hardcore mafia guy. And they're, like they're opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of like performance. They're not, they're both criminals, aren't they? Mm. You animals. In fact, it's a sequel. <laughs> you animals. It's, so it's actually him. He started off petty crime trying to steal stuff from the no, guy's it, it, it almost feels it's the other, the way, other around. way He's been to prison. He's done his 30 years. He's come out. He's lost all of his money and success. So he's like, right, well, I've met this sticky bandit in the prison. May as, well, may as well get going. Oh, you horrible people. I hate you. In the second one, they talk about breaking out of prison as well. Yeah, because they just do. Yeah. Die hard. Underrated. Underrated. Excellent. Excellent. I, I watched the first one, the second one, and the third one last week. <laughs> First one, definitely Christmas Christmas movie. The first one's... The other ones are not. No, they're not. The The first one is outstanding. Mm -hmm. The second one, I'm not a fan of. It's, it's fine. The third one is the best out of all of them. And then we pretend the fourth and the fifth one don't exist. Yeah, that's fair. Die Hard with a Vengeance, which is the third one, is possibly one of the great... I, oh my God, I've just realized that Bruce Willis is two in two of my favorite, almost like my top 20 list of films of all time. Bruce Willis is in two of them. What's the other one? Fifth Element. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah, that same. is the number, number one, one film. film. Yeah. 
Mine too. I can't. I, it's very rare for oh, me to be able oh. to, to put like we should be friends. Something at the top of the list. No, I don't need you anymore. I've got my SG. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all been working up to getting an SG off you. So, yes. fairy tale of New York, the Pogues with Kirsty McColl. What's that? That's the. So do, 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 do. Get your kazoo out and play. This a is a song. It's a song, and that's who sings it. The Pogues. Oh, the song's called Fairy Tales of New York. <laughs> This is actually underrated. It's a very hard song. Lyrically, it's mad. Because my dad, uh, aside from doing all the other stuff I mentioned earlier, he now, his thing is doing a pub sing-along. No better, not for you. And uh, I was there a while ago when he wasn't there because he was busy having cancer. But I was there with the other guy who does it and a fill-in singer. And they covered this song because it's Christmas. And lyrically, it is very weird. And there's and it's just hard to sing. So fair play. Jimmy doesn't know the, the boys song. of the NYPD. Of course, something, I something. do. It's it's massive, isn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, it's actually a very pleasant song. I hate Christmas songs. What about darkness? Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. Despise it. You seem really sad about that. I'm sorry. No, he's in kazoo mode. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I like Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. I broke my kazoo. That's <laughs> no, fine. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. Also has a YouTube channel, which is an excellent thing to watch. But that song, I don't like that much. They have lots of other much better songs. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Overrated. 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 Come on. Overplayed. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. Banned. It's, yeah, it's, it's hideous. Uh, I might cover it one day. Do you want to do a kazoo version? Uh, I'll save it for the outro. Uh, have you broken the kazoo? Save Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep sending your suggestions to worldwindpodcast at cademedia.co.uk and we might read yours out on the next show. Next up, we have Fluff Up of the Week, your edition. What's the fluff up of the year? This studio is fluff up of the year. Yes, it looks great and we love it, but... Your fair point. It is the most frustrating space in the world. It is continuously being a burden in terms of audio quality and our neighbours in the next studio who were there before us, so they're not doing anything wrong, do dance classes and every now and again all we can hear is their dance music on loop. They're pole dancers. I feel like we should join them one day. They're not. What? It's just a dance class. Well, the poster downstairs says pole dancing. Yeah, on the top floor. No way. Yeah. You learn so, something new every day. Yeah. This this studio is fluff up of the year and we are not going to do anything else about it because I, with Atticus, we moved warehouse about seven times and it is the most painful thing in the world to move this studio at this point would be hideous. Agreed. So we will keep doing what we can to make it better and better and better and um, be so horrible to our neighbours that hopefully they leave. <laughs> Although we've never actually met them because they're just always dancing away. Let's finish up with listeners' takeover, and we have a message from Kieran. Hello, I just wanted to thank you for starting your podcast. You've reignited a passion for cycling that has been dormant for many years. Having caught up with all the episodes, I love having you three talk in the background of my home office. You should be doing work in your home office, not listening to us. 
Background there. It's fine. Oh, it's background. It's just so he feels like he's work. not in his own. Mm. Maybe his work is like uh, coloring in, in which case background noise would be acceptable and not distracting. Yep. Thanks for that example. <laughs> having commuted by bike for years in the two, in 2000s and then having to stop for a long time, I'm now finding that bikes have significantly evolved. Wheels are three inches bigger. 27 speed is now 12. Dinner plate chain rings are now attached to the cassettes and both seat posts and handlebars are girthier than ever. <laughs> I like this guy. So I find myself needing, lusting for, a new bike. And this is where I'm torn. As I rode mountain bikes, but we now have gravel bikes, drop bars look scary. So do I buy a gravel or an XC mountain bike and some skinny tires? And given the choice, would you take a steel or titanium frame if price was similar? I live very near to Crag Vale, which is used in the Tour de Yorkshire. 968 feet of continuous climbing over nearly six miles. The longest ascent in England. Cool place to live. So first question, drop bars look scary. What you will learn about having drop bars is we as cyclists never use them. Well, we practically never use them. They're there, but really there's two places to use drops. One is when you're sprinting, which you basically never do. And two is they're better or safer for using them when you're descending. Just normal riding around, you're going to be on the hoods. So don't overthink the drop bar of it. You actually don't spend that much time there. Technically you can, but you just won't. Uh, you are going to be faster and have a more enjoyable ride on road and or light gravel with a drop bar gravel bike than you are an XC mountain bike. And most of that comes down to position. It's a, it's a slog getting to and from your trails ride on a XC mountain bike, I have found. Yeah. So it depends how much you have to commute, in inverted commas, to the riding that you want to be doing. So if you're riding to the woods on the road doing the woods doing the gravel off-road thing and then riding back and it takes you half an hour then that portion of the ride will be significantly faster and more tolerable on a gravel bike because because that's the thing an xc mountain bike with skinny tires is still going to be very sluggish it's the position the tires almost like a a set of cross-country tires even wide enough to be not you know like 2.3 inch tire is still really really fast and about the same as a lot of the gravel tires that we put on now because well, they're getting wider and wider. My proper, proper gravel bike has mountain bike tires on it yeah. and it's rapid to ride. You only notice tires being significantly slower when you go to like enduro and downhill tires where they've got big fat nobbles in the middle. Uh, but the bit you're rolling on on a cross-country tire is fast. So it's the position you're in that you're forced into. You can kind of hold in the middle, but you're still very upright yeah. and you're like a big sail. Uh, and that's what is bad. The next question is steel or titanium for the same price. I find this quite troublesome because a good quality titanium frame is going to be many thousands of pounds. And the equivalent in steel would then be like full custom to be the same sort of price. If I was, if, if, if you're looking at a bike that's like a thousand pounds and it's steel or titanium, surely steel is going to be uh, more likely to be a good quality bike. A thousand pound titanium frame would make me very uncomfortable unless it had a lifetime warranty, which I don't know if they would at a thousand pounds. I think they've got a lot better. Yeah. Because cheap ones that I've seen, well, cheap, more affordable titanium that I have, I know people who own it. They haven't been having problems historically 
there was real issues you know um the you know factories in the far east were making titanium bikes and they were breaking and now that doesn't seem to be happening yep so perhaps it has improved but i have no first-hand experience ultimately material choice for a gravel bike you know, go go with what you like, what you can afford. Give it a test ride, see what works for you. It mm-hmm. ultimately, it's a it's a personal choice, isn't it? At the end of the day, keep sending your questions, stories, and fun stuff to Wild Ones Podcast at cademedia.co.uk. That's all from us. We'll be back in the new year. Before we go, we wanted to ask a favour of you all. If you like the episode, please take a moment to leave a five star review or leave a like and comment if you're watching on YouTube. It doesn't take long, it doesn't cost you anything, but by doing this, you help us to boost the profile of this podcast and to continue putting it out for free. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas and goodbye. Goodbye. You got to play a Christmas song now on the kazoo and that'll fade out. I feel like this podcast has been chaos. Has it been chaos? I hope so. <laughs> How does the Die Hard theme go? No idea. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.